0: Alright, welcome to the very first Flies and Feathers podcast. I'm excited. Hope y'all are excited too. Uh, today I'm going to be talking about grouse hunting. Since the season started here 11 days ago on, uh, on August 1st, I know it opened up in uh, some places up north yesterday on the 10th but which personally I I don't think it should open here until at least the 10th the birds are still the chicks are still real small on uh, on August 1st but you know you give them that week and a half or so and they seem to grow up and you know they're actually you get a little actually actually get a little bit of meat off them but I have been uh, I went out yesterday and I saw one bird he happened to be a smart bird because he a dog Ruger flushed him up and the bird just stayed right above Ruger's head till he got about 40-50 yards out there and of course you know I had to throw a shot off at him but definitely missed (laughs) I don't even think I got anywhere near him but that's okay. There'll be others, I hope. Saw quite a few birds, uh, just going fly fishing and stuff earlier this summer. Lots of lots of hens with lots of chicks, so that's good. Hopefully, I can run into a few of them now that the season's open. And uh, yeah, I got some got some hunts planned. You know, obviously I'll be staying on the island most of the time. and Road hunting and just doing, doing little walk-in hunts here and there. There are a few places off island that I want to go. And I think, uh, I think it could be pretty good. I saw moose hunting last year. There was one place we went where all I saw was grouse. So, don't want to go moose hunting there again. But I'll definitely grab the shotgun and the dog and head out. I'm looking forward to, uh, the season ahead here should be should be pretty fun the birds are still on their down cycle and keep waiting for them to come back but you know I'm, I've been managing to get a few every year for the last few years and you know seems like they seems like they should be coming back anytime now I hope I think it was uh, 2013 I had an incredible year Um before i before i got my dog and that was actually the year that made me want to get a bird dog cuz i killed so many birds and then you know i had to go retrieve them all and it's like this is kind of stupid i i think i can get something <laughs> i think i can get a dog for this so i i bought ruger my uh, english springer spaniel that year he, and uh, he was born september 30th and then i got him in december Got him out of uh shit, I think it was I think it was Top Gun Springers in down in Northern California. Yeah, so hopefully we can get back to big numbers like I had like like I had back then. Anyways, so um I will kinda get into the meat of what this podcast is gonna be about, which is just kind of how I like to grouse hunt. And for those of you who don't know, Uh, I live in Piersburg Alaska which is in the southeast part of the state and for the most part we just have uh, sooty grouse which used to be called blue grouse but then someone decided that there was there used to be blue grouse and then there was two kinds of blue grouse which were sooty and dusky and then somewhere along the line in the last ten years someone decided that the sooty and dusky grouse are actually two different species or something so now we have sooty grouse. (laughs) There's a few islands that have uh, that have spruce grouse, and there's ptarmigan on all the islands up high. But some 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 uh, some islands have a lot more ptarmigan. Like, you know, I've only ever seen one on Mitkov, where uh, where Petersburg is. And but I, I know they're out there. Other people have seen them, and I. a couple buddies have killed someone along throughout the years but yeah I'm mostly hunting city grouse that's what's in the immediate area um there's a few rough grouse around up the stickine and um I have one friend who swears he saw a rough grouse drumming on the road on Mitkoff and I I killed one grouse that I swear was a crossbreed between a ruffed and a sooty but I sent some pictures to a biologist up north or I think he was up in Anchorage and he thinks it was just a just a coloration but I don't know man I don't know I probably probably should have saved the wings and everything and sent the whole thing in but I was wasn't thinking about it at the time Anyways. Um so for the most part how I hunt is uh just road hunting. Just uh, I'll just drive around on the logging roads and look for birds sitting on them filling up on uh little rocks and grit and stuff. And then uh what I'll do is I'll you know, I'll pull over and I'll load my shotgun and then I'll grab the dog. By the collar and get him out of the truck, and then I'll go jump in the uh, jump in the ditch because we can't shoot on or across or from drivable surfaces in Alaska. And I'll go jump in the ditch, and then I'll send Ruger up there to go flush the birds, and just kind of hope that they flush onto my side of the road. And it works about sixty percent of the time. And then usually, especially you know, early on in the season you know, we'll flush that one bird sitting on the road and then he'll you know, he'll find more sitting in the ditch that we couldn't see right away and once in a while I'll get more than one out of a flock or Kevin. That's that's uh that's kind of the classic way to to hunt grouse in this part of the world. Most people just shoot them right on the road with uh with 22s. And you know if I'm gonna if I'm gonna shoot them with the twenty two, then I'll, I'll that usually means I'm either deer or moose hunting, and I'll you know kick them off the road, and they'll shoot them out of whatever tree they land in. Because you know to me, getting a ticket for shooting on the road is you know a grouse isn't worth that, <laughs> not at all. I like grouse, but not that much. So it's always always better always better to be do it do it right and then don't even got to worry about it but um you know another thing about having the dog is that it makes it a lot easier to you know go walk around and find birds you know if you're walking around in the woods around here without a dog trying to find a grouse you're not gonna you're not gonna have a very good day (laughs) you might you might run into one if you're lucky, but chances are you're gonna walk about five feet away from one, and not even gonna know it's there. So, if you don't have a dog, I'd recommend just sticking to sticking to road hunting, and get him off the road, and then get your ass off the road too. Do the right thing. It's just a grouse. Come on. Ever since I got Ruger, it's been uh, it's been fun. You know, um, we'll walk up old logging roads that you can't drive on anymore, and then walk around in the alpine for uh, for ptarmigan and grouse and there's some uh there's some like you know stretches of woods and old growth that I like to walk walk through and we pick up birds once in a while but you know it's just it's it's a totally different way of hunting than what I grew up because I, I grew up you know road hunting with my dad and shooting them with 22s and stuff but then you know I started I started you know kind of going out on my own and just was enjoying shooting birds you know flushing them up and shooting them with a shotgun and then i got ruger and you know then it's like well this is like awesome why haven't we always been doing this you know just watching the dog work is so much fun anyone anyone who's ever hunted behind or over a dog knows what i'm talking about you know it's it's just it's so cool to watch a dog work when they really know what they're doing and I I got kind of lucky with Ruger that he had uh he had good instincts and hunting was just kind of in his blood because I really had no idea what I was doing when I was training him you know I think I read one book and bought a couple DVDs and watched some videos on YouTube and didn't have access to any live birds like pigeons or quail or anything you know that I could release and I talked to the Fish and Game about, you know, maybe trapping pigeons, releasing them out somewhere where I could train the dog, and, you know, they told me, no, you can't do that. You know, you can trap them, but you can't release them away from where you trap them at. It's like, okay, well, so basically I can't do that. (laughs) Anyways, I just, I feel pretty lucky that he's turned into the hunting dog that he has, and you know, all of his, all of his, um, live bird training has been on wild birds while we're out hunting, and, I mean, I, de- I, I, definitely know I messed up on some stuff, but he's as good as I need him to be, that's for sure. I am, uh, I am looking into getting a setter, though. I think it'd be, it'd be cool to have a pointer, um, so I could, or, you know, have a setter that points. <laughs> so I could hunt, you know, little differently and I definitely think I'd find more you know kill more birds that way because you know with Ruger you know he finds he finds birds but you know they gotta be within shooting distance because he's a he's not a pointer he's a flushing dog so if he finds a bird I gotta be within range to shoot it so but if I had a setter then you know she could get out there and 100 150 yards out and find birds for me and so I'm kind of looking into that hopefully within the next year or two I'll be buying a setter I'd really like to get one that'll retrieve too so i have kind of kind of kind of been researching that a little bit I think I have a breeder picked out Just hopefully they got a litter ready by the time I'm ready to get one so when I'm uh, when I'm looking for a place to walk into my favorite places are <laughs> logging roads that have been water barred so you can't drive up them anymore so then you know that becomes a place that you can shoot from and um, logging roads that you can't drive up anymore that still have kind of youngish clear cuts on both sides so you know if, when a bird gets up you know they're not just immediately into the woods you know you have a little bit of time to pull up and shoot and you know if I'm not if I'm not there if, if I'm just gonna go for a walk in the woods then I like to if I can find some you know kind of open and more open timber that's got you know lots of uh lots of stuff if i can find kind of open timber with blueberry bushes scattered around in it that's that that can be good and then you know if you get a if you get a grouse that's been eating blueberries a lot then that's a that can be a very good tasting grouse and then um you all know, i like to walk uh musk egg fringes too if seen a lot of birds in muskeg fringes when I've been um, in moose and deer hunting and I've, it's worked out a couple times just going in there with a the dog and he's he's found a couple for me and it's you know it's it's kind of hard finding a spot to go to go find a blue grouse because they could really be anywhere you know there's really not a type of vegetation or tree or you know just type of area that I haven't seen a grouse in so you know it all looks like it could hold birds you know you just gotta you know look i look on google earth a lot and check out uh you know make sure you look at a topo map too and um you just gotta pick what looks like the best and young clear cuts you know that are five six years old those hold a lot of birds and that's where it's nice to have a logging road that you can walk up and shoot off of because you're not walking through that clear cut but the dog can get you know can get around in there and find the birds that aren't sitting on the road that are, you know, hanging off, eating berries or something, you know, 10, 15 feet off the road. And, uh, but, you know, I've seen a lot of birds in really old reprod, you know, old clear cats, 30, 40 years old that are grown up and real open. And, you know, it's just, you just kind of, you just kind of got to start walking. You know, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to pick one one type of area to go hunt so you just gotta hunt them all and hope you end up in the right spot on the right day and anything with a road you know I think I've said that a few times by now but anything with a road even if it's old overgrown moss covered road there's still you're still gonna find birds sitting on it so if you can find an old road you can you have a good chance of finding a grouse I'm not gonna say if you can find a road you can find a grouse but if you can find a road that you can hunt on you got a good chance of finding a grouse so for uh for a gun you know you can you can use a 12 gauge you can use a 16 you can use a 20 it's you know as long as you can shoot it well that's all good um my first year hunting with a shotgun i think my second year my first and second year hunting with a shotgun i used my um 12 gauge remington 870 and uh I just shoot target loads out of it. Number eight shot. that worked just fine. With, um, I think I had an intermediate choke in there. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But then, you know, once I got, like, more into, you know, the real kind of upland bird hunting over a dog and stuff, you know, it's like, hey, I want a double barrel shotgun. And there was only two... At the stores in town, there's two two stores that sell guns in town, and there was only one store that had double barrel shotguns, and one was a Browning over under 12 gauge that was way out of my price range, and the other one was the um, was a CZ USA 16 gauge side by side that I could actually afford with. Um, I paid. I paid for this shotgun with my trapping check from the year before. I got the. I got the check right about the time I wanted a shotgun, so that's what I bought. I bought, and that's why I've been using for three or four years now. I Can't remember how long I've had it, but it's it's a great gun. It's got a pretty short barrel, which is nice when you're hunting in thick cover. You can swing without hitting stuff, and um, it's a sixteen gauge. And I shoot. Um, I've been shooting seven and a half shot out of it just because that's what I could find. I can't get it in town so I gotta go to the store that I bought the gun from and they have to special order it for me which is kind of annoying because I gotta you know plan ahead. I can't just wake up one day and want to go grouse hunting and realize oh I need some shells and just go get some. You know I gotta buy some before the season to make sure I'm gonna have enough but it's okay and that's you know personally i don't think you need anything bigger than seven and a half or eight shot for these grouse you know i've made 30 yard shots on them and as long as you as long as you hit them good they're gonna die they're at least gonna go down and if you got a dog it will go get it for you all right well i don't think i have uh too much else to talk about so you know if you're gonna take anything away from this podcast it should be that you need to go find a road Go find a road you can walk on. If you got a dog, that'll make it so much better. Let me know what you uh, how you like this in the comments or shoot me an email at fnfotftr at gmail.com. Um, you can look up my Facebook page, which is just Cody Wagener Outdoors. I know you're probably going to spell my last name wrong, so here it is w-e-g-e-n-e-r and uh, I got a YouTube channel uh, same thing, Cody Wagoner Outdoors and you can look me up on Instagram at just my name Cody Wagoner yeah, thanks for listening